he flipped and did a 180 and came and talked to me for a two yard loss. <laughs> and I was like, what just happened? Like, it was so funny, man. Miles yeah. <laughs> I'm Adam Brenneman. This, 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 this is. Next up. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you doing this. I'm, I'm glad to get you on. I think is this like the first podcast you've done since being yeah. being the starter? Right? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Have you have you done this kind of thing before? Any pods? Uh, not like this. Yeah. No, I mean I've, I've done like yeah, 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 stuff like that. But um, yeah, not not in person. This is this is yeah. pretty sweet. Well, I appreciate you coming out. We're in a uh, hotel room at the. Clemson Conference Center. So this place is pretty. How far do you live from here? Like a couple minutes? Uh, yeah, like three minutes. Really? So it's, it's yeah, simple. Super easy. Love it, man. Well, let's. Um, I mean, a lot has happened in your life and career over the past year or so uh, since getting to college. How, how's the adjustment to school been? How's it? How's it been your your first year? Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, it was it was quite a transition. You know, coming coming in a year ago, and yeah. uh, but you know. I, People always ask me, like, you know, what's college like? What's what's classes like? And I never really said it was harder. It was just different. You know, it's just it's just different. You know, the way with, you know, it's you kind of on your own with with having to figure everything out with um, assignments and everything. But it's been good. You know, school's been good. Um, you know, been taking a lot of classes and um, fifteen hours every semester so far. So uh, it's oh, really? been good though. So. Cool. What's uh, what's the biggest thing that like surprised you when you got the got the school? Anything you weren't prepared for? Yeah, anything that was uh, that was interesting. Um, shoot, I think on the school aspect, probably you just you just gotta figure everything out. Like, <laughs> there's nobody just kind of holding your hand through the whole thing. You know, yeah. I feel like in high school there there'd be a teacher that you know you can go up and ask your questions and I'll stuff, but yeah. uh, you're just kind of on your own figuring it all out. Yeah, so that's sweet. So. I want to talk about your high school career a little bit at uh, at Westlake and, yeah. and obviously a powerhouse that's had so many great quarterbacks. Tell me about that your career a little bit, and then your your senior season. You had the shoulder injury, played through it, mm -hmm. won the state championship. Talk me through that 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 time a little bit. Yeah, um, you know I I I loved my whole experience at Westlake. It was it was so fun. Um, you know, having to have you know. Back to back to back state championships was was so awesome. Yeah. Um, but a lot a lot of people know is you know I, I tore my left AC joint um, my senior season about week six or seven. It was a uh, grade three, and um, you know thankfully didn't have to get surgery on it. But you know sat up a couple weeks, and uh, my backup, who's like one of my best friends ever, is uh, now actually playing currently at quarterback at Rice, is the same year as me. And he got to come in for like three games, uh, lit it up, hit 15 touchdowns in three games. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like selfishly so thankful um, that I got hurt because I, he got the opportunity to go play college football somewhere. Yeah. And if I didn't, if I didn't have to go through that, then he didn't, he's, he wouldn't be able to be where he's at now. So um, that was like the coolest thing ever. Just a total God thing that like, I had no idea what was going on and you know, that was awesome. Uh, but the year before that, my junior year, I actually tore my right AC joint uh, in the North Shore game in the semifinals. So going to state, tore on the first drive, run around along the right sideline, got tripped up, landed on it, came to the sideline. I was like, I think I just broke my collarbone. Thankfully, I didn't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, toughed it out the rest of the half and then got to the side or got to the locker room. And I was like, this is this is really hurting um, and shot it up end up finishing the game, you know, beat, beat North Shore. That was a pretty big, yeah. that was a pretty big game for us. Um, 
And then I got home that night and I was like, I cannot pick up my shoulder. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is, this is not going to be too good. You know, we're going to play Quinn, Quinn yours in South Lake the next week and uh, in the state championship game. And I did not throw a single ball the entire week. Um, my backup, who was another guy, um, also like one of my best buddies, a guy named Stoney McGuire. Uh, he took every single first team rep the entire, the entire week at state championship. And it was, it was pretty funny because we, we really had to change everything about um, like our, our uh, what we call stuff to the O-line and stuff because the head coach on their team was my head coach's son. So we're pretty much running. I mean, and then their DC came from Westlake also. So like we had change up all our signals and everything. So the whole week I'm sitting there and, and uh, I'm sitting there behind Stoney and literally just doing everything but throw the ball. Um, So he's doing everything. I'm standing three yards behind him, acting like I'm getting every rep. Uh, And then, you know, going to the game and, uh, you know, had one, had one of the best games of my career. Um, But it was, it was pretty cool. Sweet. That's awesome. What a great story too about your about your backup getting a chance to play yeah. in college. It's even when bad things happen, sometimes good things come from them. Oh yeah. That's a great that's a great story. Yeah. Um, I have this vivid memory of being in the staff meeting at Arizona State and Trey Anderson pulling up. Remember Trey Anderson? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. At Arizona State, pulling up your film and we were watching it and him saying and our OC saying, uh, this is the best high school film I've ever seen as a <laughs> as a quarterback's coach. So that gives you a sense of, and they've seen a lot, and that gives you a sense of how talented you were and are coming out of high school. Talk me through your recruiting process. Like, when did it first start, and you were like, I think I'm going to be able to play college football? Yeah, so my dream my whole life, I've always loved playing football. Like, it's it's the biggest thing. Uh, It's it's my favorite thing to do. Um, But my dream my whole life has been to, to play college football, and that's just been a dream of mine. And I think the moment that I saw my older brother go and start playing college football, that's when it really turned into yeah. a goal for me. Um, was like, okay, this is, you know, this is really possible. And it just became a goal for me to, you know, I, I want to go do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was I was fresh from B team in high school. Um, I, I, and that was, that was a tough way to start it right <laughs> off the bat. And, you know, I was, I was fresh from B team. And then uh, sophomore year, I was competing with a senior. We were back and forth. And then, um, but I, I would say, when I really felt like I could, um, I, I don't actually, I don't think there was really a moment. I just feel like I've just, I just felt like I was going to hopefully get the chance eventually. And I just kind of kept my head down, kept working, kind of, I've always kind of seen myself as more of an underdog, um, just not really the head of the pack. Just, just, um, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Just, yeah. just kind of always been a worker bee and um, just, Kind of kept my head down, kept working. Even whenever I got here, just continue to just work and um, not think of myself anything, not think of myself anyone great, uh, greater than anybody else. And um, so, when did the offers start coming in, and what what was that? What was that process like? Yeah, so my sophomore year, I I end up having enough film to I end up you know getting a couple offers going to my junior year, like big ones or uh, my first one was Baylor. Um, I think big I one, yeah. went into my junior year with about about fifteen, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, so I competed my sophomore year with a, with a senior, and then um, pretty much competed for like six or seven games, and we would rotate on who started. Um, and I ended up tearing up my thumb, and he ended up finishing out the season. Um, and great guy, and um, so that was super cool. Um, I and you know it was a lot like this year. Uh, I'm super thankful for that because you know I got to compete a ton. I got yeah. to to learn what it was like to not be the guy, mm-hmm. and um, just sit on the bench and learn and. 
Uh, that was that was a huge a huge year for me, and it was very similar this year in terms of competing with another guy. And but I, I got enough experience when I came into my junior year where I felt like I was already a veteran. Like it wasn't my first it wasn't my first go. Um, so I had enough film going in my junior year that I ended up you know getting some offers, and um, that that was super cool. So how'd you end up picking Clemson? Because if I remember correctly, weren't they a little late to offer you in the process? Yeah, you had a, you had like every offer in America, and Clemson mm-hmm. hadn't offered you yet. So t- talk me through that. Yeah, I uh, so I had been talking to them for about like eight months, um, and they. It was so it was really during COVID. Um, most of my recruiting process was over Zoom and phone call. Yeah. So there was about the a, Zoom there, tours. Right? Yeah, there's <laughs> about a five month span where maybe a three month span where every day, you know, it's it's phone call, Zoom, uh, FaceTime yeah. with through people every single day, and that was my that was my uh, recruiting process. I didn't get to go do all these official visits or visit anywhere. Like I. I saw Clemson uh, on on Zoom and on on a on a video <laughs> screen, crazy. and but you know I, I'd been talking to him for like six months, and I knew I wanted to come here. Like I I loved Coach Sweeney, I loved Coach Streer, I loved Coach Elliott, um, and I knew I wanted to come here. And but their rule is, you know, we got to see you in person. We got to um, we need you at camp, and and I totally respect that. You know, now being here, I see why. And, um, I just didn't understand that at the time. And I was, I wasn't frustrated, but I, 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 I pretty much told them, I was like, I, you know, I want to come here. Um, but they had offered another guy at the time and they, they only offer one QB and they kept on, we kept on saying like, well, we'll, we'll wait till, you know, it, it should open everything back up in January and then it should open everything back up in March and then this and that and everything kept on getting backed up and backed up. So I never got the opportunity to go up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually they were like, all right, let's do it. And I, you know, I committed right on the spot and I, I told Coach Sweeney, like, I'm coming and let, let's get to work. So, um, you know, it, it was, I, I learned a lot of trust um, just in how to trust God in that moment. And it, it wasn't my plan at all, uh, but I knew he was in total control. So what, what a crazy scenario. Like every school in America offers you and then the one you want to go to is make it like, yeah, it also shows you how different Clemson does things than most programs. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, like that is so different. That like most schools would have taken you without ever seeing you in person. I mean, every offer you probably had would have taken your commitment on the spot, but Clemson was holding out. Did that kind of show you the fact that they do things differently? Was that attractive to you in that process? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Coach Swinney always says like they um, they love to recruit character, not uh, like athleticism mm-hmm. and, and the player. Um, they they want to get to know you, and um, they they'll they'll recruit a person over a player any day. Mm-hmm. So that that just showed a lot to me, and even being here, like, I mean, there's not one person on the on the team that just that sticks out. It's everybody's just just flowing together, and just everybody gets along. Everybody's great guys, and um, there's just there's just not a guy that doesn't get along with anybody. And I think that's what really makes Clemson yeah. so special. Is he he really recruits great people and great men, um, and just and wants to you know wants them to graduate, wants them to to go on and have a great career outside of football and. Um, he he makes that happen. So, what was it like when it was getting crazy with all the uh, you you were getting the five star status and you were getting to uh, you know all the different the the two four seven all the rankings were getting crazy and you became like, what what did you end up at were you like number one of the top recruits in the country or number one or whatever like how how did how did that 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 finish out Yeah, honestly, like I I really just tried to just not even pay attention yeah. to that. Um, I I think I've had a great crew around me. Um, for a long time and especially over these past you know two or three years that 
Um, just just keeps Cade Cade and yeah. doesn't worry about football player me. Um, just just cares about who I am as a person. I got to go home last week or uh, two weeks ago and got to be home for about 10 days after the Orange Bowl. And fun. it was yeah. just so good to just be around people that that care for me before I even, you know, picked up a football and just just care for the person that I am and the man that I am. Uh, but that that really like that. That's what kept me me um, was just having those people in my life that um, should be like, yeah, this is cool. But like, that's just like that doesn't make you any better than anybody else. You know, um, but that 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 really um, just meant a lot to me to have those people in my life that um, just just made me stay true to who I am. So how much did you obviously have strong faith? How much did Coach Sweeney's faith and, and yeah. the, the foundation of the program and faith have to do with your decision? I would say a ton. Um, just just his his whole faith background and, and um, all the coaches. I mean, just it's just such a group, a great group of guys um, that I'm getting to and men that I'm getting to be surrounded by every day. And and that that goes hand in hand with the players that they're getting um, just all the quarterbacks and all the receivers, really just everybody on the team. Um, you, you go in and have one conversation with somebody in that facility and you're going to be like, wow, that was one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, that just, that just goes hand in hand with, with coach Sweeney and what, and what he builds and he's built this program on. So when you got to Clemson coming in uh, anywhere as a top recruit, especially as number one quarterback in the country, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of people with their eye on you. What was that like when you got to school, kind of the pressure that came with that, especially in two, when you come in and there's a quarterback who's been there for a while and yeah. you know, just that, that whole dynamic, what was that like when you got to school? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was interesting. Um, it was definitely interesting. Just, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. Um, but I just, I really just try to stay who I am and not act like yeah. I'm better than anybody else. Like I, I just, I'm just like, I haven't done anything. It doesn't matter what I did in high school. Like I'm just, I'm just who I am. I'm just going to come in here and work um, and just keep my head down and just work. And I, I, I really try to get and gain guys respect through my work ethic, um, whether that's in the weight room and the runs. Um, and I think that verbal leadership will be able to come later on. So that, that was really how I, my plan going into it is just, don't be this prima donna guy. Um, that everybody's, everybody's, yeah, just, just, just be a normal guy and just love on people and, um, and just love on people and, and work my butt off and, and see what happens. So. Was there a moment when, uh, I feel like a lot of freshmen, when they get to school, there's like a moment that's like you're welcome to college football moment where like yeah. something like doesn't go your way. Like you hit the freshman wall. Was there like a moment in practice where you like, oh, this is, the game's a little faster than it was yeah. in high school. I mean, I, I would say my welcome to college moment was in spring ball. Uh, we were just re running a zone read, just reading the defensive end. Um, you know, if he crashes, I pull it. If he stays out wide, you hand it, right? Just yeah. simple. And, you know, I'm reading Miles Murphy. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of my first one of my first weeks in spring ball. And, you know, if if he crashed it in high school, I, I, I'm pulling that and, and taking <laughs> off. Um, and, you know, he crashes hard, turns shoulders, boom. I'm thinking, All right, I'm about to get on the edge and get going. And he flipped and did a 180 and came and talked to me for a two-yard loss. <laughs> and I was like, what just happened? Like, I mean, that, I mean, that dude's a freak. So he, he, uh, that, that was probably my welcome to college moment was when I pulled one and he showed that four or five speed real quick. So yeah. we, we did an interview in the same spot with all the, uh, all the Avengers as they call themselves. Yeah. Those guys were so funny, man. Miles yeah. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, a goofy crew. they're a goofy crew. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. So, the big news around Clemson, you just got a new offensive coordinator, Garrett Riley, came from TCU. 
what how 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 much uh, knowledge did you have of that process when it was happening? And like, is that something that Coach Sweeney, as the starting quarterback, talks to you about when he's making those decisions? And then, how excited are you to have one of the best young minds in college football as your as your coach? Yeah, yeah, I think I think um, we were all a little bit surprised, um, but it was it was pretty new. I mean, Coach Sweeney told me he was thinking about it. Um, let's see, when was that? Was that? Saturday, maybe yeah. Friday. I think it was maybe Friday or something ago. like that. Yeah. A couple of days ago. He told me in the morning that he was thinking about it, um, thinking about making a decision. Um, and I was like, okay. Um, and then like three hours later, he was like, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, um, you know, I, I just made a decision. Uh, come up to my office when you have a second. I was like, all right. And, you know, he, he told me he made the decision. Um, and, you know, I probably one of my favorite people at Clemson is Coach Streeter. Um, without a doubt, like top, top two favorite people, um, since I've been here, uh, he, he is without a doubt, one of the most loving people that I've ever met. I mean, we started every single film session, uh, which is 15, 20 minutes. You know, it doesn't matter if we had a 30 minute meeting and that's all we had or an hour and a half, at least 15 minutes every day. He just go around the room and ask how we're all doing. Um, and he's not looking for a one word answer. He's looking for, you know, how's your parents doing? How are your siblings doing? Um, you know, how's your girlfriend? How's this? How's that? And like really trying to get to know you, um, you know, how's your faith doing? How's this? Um, and just like, I, I remember just sitting there like, and I even, I've said this to them, like in the room, like, like this is so rare. Like yeah. that we just get to sit in a room and not talk about football mm-hmm. in a college football atmosphere for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I just remember sitting in a room, like, I don't, I don't think anybody else is doing this in the country. Um, and that was just, that was just so special to me. And like, he'd just go around the room. Like, I remember in Miami, like day before the game, and he was like, I just want you to go around, each person go around the room and tell me what you're thankful for, for each person in the room. And like, that's just like so rare. Um, and that was just so cool to me. Like somebody that just loves on people so well. Um, and just loves what he does so well that he's using that opportunity to just, just care on people. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss him a ton and I'm, I'm going over at his place tonight and, and going to go hang out with them for a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, on the flip side, um, I'm, I'm really excited about Coach Riley. Uh, he recruited me a little bit at SMU and, oh, you know, a, a local a local Texas guy also. <laughs> so, you know, we've, we've talked almost every day so far since he's been here. And we got to go to the Duke basketball, uh, Clemson-Duke basketball game the other day. Um, and, you know, we know, we know so many people, uh, just connections and yeah. stuff. We know so many people. Um, you know, like one of my high school coaches, his son is like one of coach Riley's right hand man. And like, uh, coach Riley actually like bought my high school head coach's haircut one time when they're both the same barbershop. <laughs> like they just know so many people. We just both know so many people and, um, we've gotten along super well, but you know, I'm, I'm excited about what he's going to bring. And, you know, Clemson has been really, really good for a long time now. And I think it's, I'm excited just to, a, a new spark that he's going to bring. So, yeah, I mean, it shows how prominent Coach Sweeney and Clemson is to go get someone like Garrett yeah. Riley, who just, yeah. who just was in the national championship game. I saw he got, uh, he got introduced at the at the basketball yeah. game, right? It was like he was a head coach, man. He was I, I, that's what I was saying. It I was mean, a that's fun a, ovation. That's a rare thing, right there. <laughs> yeah, it was impressive. So, are you as as far as like learning the offense, the new system? Is all the terminology going to change? Like, and are you? You know, when it comes to, to learning, are, are you, is it something that you think about? Like, how am I going to learn this new system so fast? What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be a new system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be Coach Riley's system. And, you know, there, there's, some, there's some great things that Clemson's been doing in this offense for a while that I think will stay. 
Um, but you know, they're, they're figuring it all out right now. Coach, Coach Riley was like, just stay patient with me. You know, we got it. You know, we kept our whole O staff. Um, the only change we made was with Coach Riley and every other position is the exact same and all the support staff is the exact same. So, you know, they're, they're going to be talking this through for a couple of weeks and figuring out how they're going to do all this. And so he just said, stay patient with me and, and we'll figure it out and I'll let you know soon. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I am. Let's talk about the ACC championship game, a big turning point in, in yeah. your, uh, your career. You come in on the second drive, replacing DJ. What was what was your feeling like out there? Were you kind of in like your your flow state? It looked like you were just playing playing yeah. high school football out there, slinging it around. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt comfortable. Um, I feel like for the first time all year, they just kind of let me play. And um, not that they were restricting me at all, um, but just kind of just, you know, I, I wasn't going in with, four minutes left in the fourth quarter yeah, to run the ball, <laughs> um, you know, or backed up on the five yard line. I just felt like I just got to go play for a little bit. Um, but that, that was, that, I mean, that was a really fun game. That was a game I'll, I'll never forget. And um, I think that was, that was Clemson's best game all year. Um, when, when you, when you compare, you know, just, just offense, defense, special teams, and we had a, we had a field goal block, we had a pick six. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, we, we really put, all phases of the game together. And um, that, that was really, that was a really fun game. What was your relationship like with DJ during the season? Uh, I've heard and seen interviews where you've been really supportive of him yeah. and been a great teammate, but it's always an interesting dynamic. I mean, and it's not, not a, not a thing that's unique to Clemson. It's all over the country. Whenever you have yeah. an older quarterback, you know, uh, I played at Penn state. They had the same situation with Sean Clifford, who's older and a five-star freshman who came in. What was that? Uh, like, what did you do to try to be a good teammate during that time? And what was your guys' relationship like? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love DJ. I mean, we were just texting the other day and, um, that, that, that's a super, um, special relationship. Um, you know, I think a lot of people always trying to make us butt heads and yeah. it's you know, the media's job. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it, just, it really wasn't like that. And I think coach Streer, coach Streer also did a really good job of that, but you know, it really started with DJ and just, he's, he's a very, very selfless guy. Um, you know, just, just texting me after orange bowl, just, you know, telling me, keep my head up. And, um, but just not one time has he ever put himself before anybody else or, or pointed fingers one time. And that's, that shows so much to me. Um, over the past year, just his work ethic through it all. Um, and just, you know, I've, I've loved getting to hang out with him and he's, he's, he's an amazing guy. So what's one thing that you learned from DJ during your time being, being his backup and then his, the time like, yeah. the past year? Yeah. Um, don't look at social media. Uh, <laughs> um, because I mean, they'll, they'll hate you when you're doing bad and they'll love you when they're doing good. And it's the same people both times. Yeah. So um, just, just focus on your close circle and, um, just, just, just care for, care for who's caring for you. So yeah. what was it like being the backup for like the first time in a while in yeah. your life? You know, when you, when you got the campus, you, for the first time in what, four years, probably like you weren't the man immediately. Yeah. What, what, what was, was that challenging at all for you? Was it, was it, I mean, you know, you said how you, you know, just tried to stay in your lane and not be a vocal leader yet. But was it challenging mentally to not be the guy right away? I mean, I think it can, I mean, it's challenging at times. Um, but, you know, I, I knew my role and, um, you know, I just kind of kept my head down and kept working. And um, at not one time did I think, you know, I should be a starter. I should be doing this. I should do that. I just, you know, I, I trusted Coach Sweeney. I've, I've trusted him since the recruiting process. I've trusted him now um, with the new changes that he's been making um, and just, 
fully trusting him. And I've, I've, I've had peace about that. It's going to be God's timing and not mine. And, um, just, just kept working. And I mean, I, I've learned so much. I've learned so much about, you know, how to manage a game, how to, mm-hmm. you know, run an offense, how to lead. And, um, you know, it, it's been a great year. I mean, I, I, I would not, um, be as confident going into the next year, this next year without this past year. So. Yeah. Can you give me your favorite Coach Sweeney quote? I know he's got a lot of them. Oh, my. <laughs> um, gosh, there's so many. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. I can't even, I, 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 I can't I, I, even think of one I, I right now. I always hear him say that be great where your feet are. That's like yeah, his favorite one. Right? Um, well, what, didn't all the all the Avengers when we were here, they were, they were, they were, they were ripping off. Oh, I'm clothes, sure. Right? I mean, once you get one rolling, you what, just what keep is it? rolling. Today I will do what, what uh, I, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, I've tried so many times to say it. I can't even say it. <laughs> he says it so fast. He then. says it so fast. Um, there's just so many quotes. I mean. Does he do it every day in the in the team meeting? He has a new one or? No, he says the same five like every day. <laughs> and that's just how it is. He has like the same five or six like every single day. And he just but he he loves his he loves his quotes. Uh he loves his little like um like using the same word to have a but I don't know what it's alliterations. called. Yeah, alliterations. <laughs> he loves his alliterations and um yeah, he's he's awesome. He's what awesome. what what's uh give me like a, a, a story or like an insight to what it's like playing for him and being his quarterback. Like what what's yeah. uh, what's your favorite coach coach Sweeney story? Man, um I will say he is exact same person um that you see him on social media as he is in person. Really? The exact same person. And he has not changed from the recruiting process to yeah, to right now, um, he is the same fun, um, exciting, filled with filled with joy coach that that you see every day um, online. But you know he he's he's you know he's a head coach. He's got to he's got to put the hammer down every once in a while and and keep guys straight. That's what keep this that's what keeps this program running. Yeah. Um, but favorite story, um, man, uh, probably probably uh, in my in my uh, official visit. We went over to his house and played basketball and there was this, uh, I can't remember who it was, but some guy like challenged him and he was like all state basketball player. And coach Smith was like, Oh, you actually want to do this right now. And he went on and went from like his little collared shirt and button up to in pants and went in, got his, got his shoes on, got his shirt on, got his whole outfit on and just went and just cooked this kid like 11. Oh, just draining three step back crossover blocking this dude. And it was just like, Everybody's like, whoa, like he is actually <laughs> really, really good at basketball. Like, I'm not sure he, he could lose to many people in the facility. He's an athlete. So, yeah, he's yeah. an athlete. Does yeah. he work out a ton too every day? Is he, is probably. He um, <laughs> he's probably a 4 a.m. But he, I mean, they, you know, they just built the indoor basketball court in the facility. I bet he's in there every night yeah. after everybody leaves. I mean, who knows what he's what, what he's doing. <laughs> but. Let's, uh, uh, that's great. Let's go back to the season a little bit and uh, some of the ups and downs during it. Uh, specifically the Notre Dame game. And after that game, I, I, I'm pretty sure Coach Sweeney said something like, thought you were going to be the starter after that. That didn't happen. Yeah, Take me through that, the ups and downs of kind of the flow of the season because there were times where you went in, times where it didn't go so well, times where it went well. What was that that, that like? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely frustrating at a few times. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's just just kind of kept my head down and kept uh, trusting Coach Sweeney. Um, Coach Sweeney ended up telling me later on in the year that, you know, he was, he was going to maybe try to make the move at, at the Notre Dame game. And, um, you know, obviously the game didn't go the way we wanted. 
Uh, and then I ended up playing. I didn't end up playing for about four more games after that. The next game I played in was really an ACC championship. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's a tough job to be the backup, uh, but it's a it's a job that you know needs to be done. And uh, you, it's it's tough because you you prepare every single week like you're you're gonna be the guy, and you know you never know when, when that play is gonna come. And um, you know, you're studying the defense, learn the offense, yeah. learn the install, um, and you know. It doesn't always go the way you want, but that, that's part of it. It's the game, and, you know, only one QB gets to play at a time. Uh, it's not like every other position where, you know, multiple guys are getting out there. And um, But, you know, it, I, I didn't know if going into this year if I was going to get to, you know, start the whole year and not play till my senior year. And, you know, I just kind of kept trusting. working. Yeah. Just keep trusting yeah. it. So, what, what I'm curious how you, as a quarterback, when you know that you're the backup, but you could go in at any moment, what's your process like on the sideline? Like Notre Dame game, you know you're going to go in at some point. You may not know when or at yeah. what point. Like what? What do you? Are you taking mental reps every every play? Like what? How are you staying ready? Because you you got to go out there cold at some moment. You know you may not even know when your name's getting called. Yeah, uh, really, just kind of like my my mindset is just you know trying to get the signal every play, mm-hmm. um, and just try to try to know what the play is, and then just trying to act like I'm in there. Uh, every single play and acts like I'm in there playing the play. Um, and that, that, I think that helped me a ton. Just, it's like, I'm getting more and more practice reps and game like reps every single and, and in a game, even if I don't even get to step on the field that, that day, that game, um, it's like, I'm getting game reps and middle reps. So, you know, watching the defense, seeing what I would be doing, thinking footwork protection, um, transition progressions, uh, safety movement, corner movement, blisses, um, it's just all that good stuff. So just really trying to act like I'm in the game um, and just make it as game-like, even though I'm sitting on the sideline. Yeah. So, All right, let's talk football now. Take me through your pre-snap. What are you looking at first, safeties? Yeah, uh, most most likely safeties. Well, making sure everyone lined up right? Is that yeah, right? make sure <laughs> everyone's lined up right. You know, getting the motions. Um, and if we got indicators in there with motions, man indicators, safety. Yeah. Um, but, you know, safeties, uh, pre-snap, and then post-snaps, corner safety blitz, um, just kind of going through that. And, the, it, you know, it depends on the play at the same time. Um, but you know, going through all that and then, um, really just, yeah, I mean, starting with safeties, pre-snap, post-snap, and then just kind of seeing indicators I've been studying all week, um, on alignments, linebackers, you know, sometimes alignments of linebackers can actually give away coverages, even though they're not in the coverage. Mm -hmm. Um, so trying to pick apart that, um, you know, seeing different blitzes coming along and yeah, yeah, different blitzes that'll end up, you know. Uh, turning into a coverage. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All the good stuff. What, what, what's one <laughs> thing that you you feel like this offseason is going to be big for you to improve on? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say, you know, pocket movement, kind of getting back to my, to my roots. That I feel like I did a pretty good job at uh, in high school um, and kind of earlier in the season. Um, and just quiet feet, not getting happy feet, just staying yeah. quiet. And then, um, you know, just continue to lead this team. And, um, you know, when, when we're not tossing the ball around, just leading them in, in the hard reps of running and, you know, in the mat drills and all that good stuff. So yeah. just being a leader and um, there's going to be times where we don't talk football for, you know, a month and just 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 leading them and getting ready. So is there a NFL quarterback that you think, I'm not going to say compare yourself to, but that your style is like the most? Yeah. Um, shoot, man. Uh, I can't really... That's always a tough question. I can't. Quarterbacks ever, always hate this question. Yeah, like, I can't they ever don't like want to say like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I can't ever like think of an exact QB. Um, 
but I don't ever like want to call myself a dual threat. Yeah. I think dual threats nowadays are are run first type of guys. Yeah. Um. So I, I've always kind of called myself a mobile QB. You know, I'm a, I'm a pocket guy, but you know, I can I can pull on his own read every once in a while. You know, I can I can get out of the pocket. Uh, but when I get out of the pocket, I'm going to keep my eyes downfield yeah. first and looking to make a throw, a big throw. Um, but, you know, if it's not there, I'll take off and run. So I remember in your high school film that you were you were trucking some dudes. On, on, <laughs> you, you, you would pull that thing and you'd run some people over. I remember you being a, like a dual threat person. Yeah, and, yeah. And you were more athletic than people probably thought, you know. Yeah. Is that, is that how you've always felt? Like you like your people don't give you credit for the athleticism? Uh <laughs> I mean, I don't know if people don't give me credit, but I mean, I, I think I think I got it in me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I got it in me to, you know, take off and and split some coverages every once in a while with my legs. So, um, you know, I think, I think it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's pivot to NIL. And what what's that? Uh, how much has that impacted your career so far? Obviously, when you're the starting quarterback at a big time program like Clemson, there's a lot of opportunities. What What's it been like navigating that? Yeah. Um, honestly, hasn't hasn't affected me a ton. Um, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm I'm really focused on one thing, and that's football. And I think that that kind of stuff will just come along. Um, yeah. You know, in the past year, I really haven't thought about it at all. Um, I haven't done anything, and I know I've I've been wanting to wait till I, I start um, and play. So you know, I think I might you know start getting to it a little more. Um, but I mean, I think there's a lot of pros and cons. Um, I think there's a lot of pros. You know. There's universities making, you know, you look at Texas A&M when Johnny Manziel was there. Um, they're making hundreds of million dollars yeah. <laughs> off this dude. And he's the hottest name in college football maybe ever. And he didn't make a, you know, a legal cent yeah. off of it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, he ended up making some. But, uh, you know, he didn't he didn't get to, and even if it was legal, he would have he would have yeah. blown it up. A lot. Right. He would have made it. He, he would have been able to monetize his image a ton. Um, and then he got to the NFL, you know, didn't end up succeeding. So he ended up losing a lot that he could have done uh, and made while he was in college. Um, so I think that there's a lot of opportunities for guys to to end up making some money um, and long-term money that, you know, they can, they can make. And if they're smart with it, save it and invest it and, you know, use it long-term and um, or end up helping families back home and wherever they're from. But there's also a lot of cons to it. You know, yeah. it's it's hurting grades and it's going to hurt graduation rates. And um, there's going to be a lot of short-term money where, you know, guys are just trying to get all the deals they can and um, spend on shoes and all the stuff they can get. And then, you know, they're caring more about their number in their bank account than the number in their grade book. So um, I think I think that's, that's what's really special. You know, a lot of people hate on Coach Sweeney for not liking NIL, but it's not that he doesn't like NIL. He, he doesn't like that it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt graduation rates because that's really what he cares about most. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, he, he's great about guys, you know, taking advantage of their opportunity. Um, but he just, he just doesn't like it. He just doesn't want it to affect, affect guys long-term. So. Does Clemson provide a lot of support in the NIL? Like, do they have in-house support for you guys? Uh, yeah, they, they hired a guy, uh, last summer that's, you know, it's kind of, kind of starting to get things going. Um, we don't quite have a collective like some other schools yet. Um, but you know, on, what, what's so special is just guys don't really talk about that. Yeah. Like, that's you, know, you hear you hear you hear fights and stuff about other colleges and uh, fights in, in the locker room about some guys making so much money and this and that. Like, I mean, I can't I can't remember a conversation of guys ever talking about nil. And yeah. the only time that ever happens is you know when Bo Collins gifts everybody sunglasses or something like that. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. guys gifting stuff, but it's 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 really just not our priority. So, are there any uh, former? 
Clemson quarterbacks that, that you've been in touch with or that have like given you words of encouragement? Like, have you talked to any of those guys at all? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously Taj Boyd is, is on the staff, so yeah. I'm with him all the time. Um, just, you know, love being, love being around him and mm -hmm. a great guy, but also just, you know, he, he's been, he's been through it. He's been through the mud and been through the fame. Yeah. So, um, uh, just a great guy to kind of have in your back pocket to talk through. Um, you know, and then I got to work out with Deshaun about a year, year and a half ago. And that was great. Um, just to, just to, you know, get to, get to talk to him and work out with him and, um, you know, talk to Trevor about once, but you know, that, um, yeah, it doesn't matter, but uh, not Clemson QBs, but you know, from from Westlake. Um, There's a lot. Yeah, yeah I've I've gotten to I've gotten to talk to you know Drew and Drew Brees and Nick Foles and um, and Sam a ton. Like Nick and Nick and Sam are, are both super close to me. Cool. Um, you know, Nick texted me after the ACC championship game, and um, you know, Nick and Sam are both in the same. They're so, they're in the same QB room right yeah, now, so which it was just pretty cool. They told me they were watching the game, and that just meant a lot to me. Um, Nick, Nick's been, Nick's been a great, a great guy that I've been able to just, you know, kind of reach out and needed help with, whether that was recruiting process or, um, once I've got here and, and how to, how to attack a, like, how do I prepare for a game? Mm -hmm. uh, I remember just sitting there and asking him that and like, what do I do? You know, like yeah. it's different. Like I'm on my own. How do I, how do I prepare for a team? What do I study? What do I look at? How do I do that? And then, you know, I, I talked to us, I'd probably talked to Sam for about an hour before I got to Clemson, um, on the phone and just took pages of notes just to, Sweet. you know, because he went in and was competing with a guy and, mm -hmm. you know, end up, end up doing really well and obviously has had a successful career at Texas and now at the Colts. Mm -hmm. uh, but just two great guys that I've, uh, that I've been able to just lean on and um, it's been good. Cool. So. What, what is your pregame routine like? Like what's your, what, what, what are you doing day of the game? Any, anything superstitious yeah. or anything? Honestly, not, nothing like crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, you hear some guys just doing crazy stuff, uh, but nothing crazy, you know, just, um, you know, I'm pretty talkative throughout the day until, until about a couple hours before the game, then I'll kind of lock in, lock in <laughs> and, um, just kind of put the music in and focusing on what I want. But, um, I'm, I'm huge on just, uh, visualization, um, whether that's the night before my high school coach, um, coach Todd Dodge always taught me, you know, dream the beautiful dream mm -hmm. and, you know, sit in your room at night and, and try to go through every single play that you might run the next day. Uh, turn the lights off, just close your eyes and go through every single play. Um, and just envision every single rep perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that was huge for me. And I saw, I carried that on here, especially in the AC championship game and in the, in the orange bowl and, um, just, you know, finding time to be by myself and just visualize what I, how I want the game to go in mm -hmm. every single play. Um, you know, just the calmness and warm ups and in the pocket and you know, on my throws and just, um, so that, that was definitely, that's definitely pretty big for me. And, I wouldn't say any superstitions, but that's that's something that I I, yeah. I do a lot. So you just mentioned Todd Dodge, who's like a high school football legend in yeah. Texas, and uh, and didn't his last game was your last year, right? Yep. And he, yep. then retired, he retired after he that. So talk, talk, tell me about the impact he made on your high school career. Man, yeah, uh, I, I love Coach Dodge. Um, I, I actually just got to be with him. Um, you know, last Sunday he was doing a little mini camp, and I got to go in and help, and uh, was just just with some high school guys and. Yeah, I mean, he he has he has without a doubt um, probably made me the QB that I am today. I mean, that's probably one of my biggest steps in, in my career is just you know being with him for for four years and um, I, I love I love him a ton. Just the the man that he is. I mean, 
I, I love all the Westlake coaches, but he's just he's just so special to me and um and just my family and um uh, but he he's a genius. He really is. He knows how to he knows how to run an offense and run a football team and he's done it very, very well. And uh, but just, you know, love him to death and uh love everything I had there. So That's cool. Let, let's uh let's talk about the Orange Bowl. You got named the yeah. starter. Uh, how did you get named the starter before the Orange Bowl? Like, what was the moment? I mean, I, I guess after the the game, you knew the, the championship game, you knew you'd probably be the starter. But how did how did Coach Sweeney tell the team how that happened? Yeah, um, he ended up actually just saying it in the post game interview after the ACC championship. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was you know that's when he really said, and I was yeah. like, all right. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think he ever really verbally said it to the team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I did it. T tell me about that game. What, 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 what'd you learn in that game that you kind of are going to take into next, next season? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm super pumped for this next season. Uh, I think, you know, we're turning, uh, 10 out of 11 starters, um, on offense and nine out of 11, nine and a half. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we got, you know, Rook, Tyler, Sheridan and, uh, JP all coming back on defense. Yeah. Um, and then got both of our All-American linebackers come back. Great D-line, um, great DBs. It's, it's going to be a fun year next year. But, yeah, I mean, that that, that, was, a, that was a tough game. Uh, you know, wish, wish we would have come out of it. Uh, we ran 104 snaps on offense. Um, had like 30-something first downs and just couldn't finish in the red zone. Um, yeah. Props to Tennessee. I mean, they, they, had a great, they had a great game plan. And, um, you know, they're, they're splitting – their linebackers were splitting us sometime. They had some they had some good blitzes lined up. So, um, you know, wish we wish we could have finished that game, but it, it was a great first game for us, and yeah, um, I, it was good. It was it was a good game for us. Um, I'm I'm excited. Playing Tennessee is tough because they're snapping the ball every freaking seven seconds yeah. on offense. So yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. are on the field all the time. It's always yeah. it's always tough. A uh, few. Uh, Few questions to to wrap up. This has been awesome for I think it'll be great for Clemson fans to like get to know you in this setting yeah. and hear you talk for an extended period of time. Um, what would you say is the best piece of of advice you've ever gotten? Yeah. Um probably that football is not my identity. Uh, I would probably say that that's the best piece of advice really just don't make football your identity. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best piece of advice I've ever gotten. Um, and that has really definitely just stuck with me um, throughout the years. And definitely as recruiting started picking up and just, you know, I, I, I learned that from a guy in high school um, who ended up, you know, passing away in a car accident, but just um, not to make things sad, but like he, he really learned how to do that. Um, and just, just care for people. Um, and you know, that honestly, that's, that's probably the most important thing that I've learned and best yeah. advice is care for everybody the exact same. Um, whether that's a custodian that's cleaning, cleaning the locker room, um, or the head coach at, at your, at your, uh, at your college football team. Um, so care for everybody the exact same because no title will ever put anybody else above one another. Um, so, um, just treat people with kindness and, um, just treat people like Jesus died for them. Yeah. So, Tell me about your family and how fun it's been to bring them through this whole journey with you. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I got three older siblings and um, they're all, they're all done with college now, and it's been awesome. They got to come to a couple games this year. One of my one of my brothers got to come to about four or five, and um, that was great. That was great. He played college football, and uh, he couldn't come to a lot of my high school games because he was still playing, and um, that was that was awesome for him to be able to come to 
to a couple games and um, it's been so fun. It really has. It's just all my siblings are back in Austin and, and living there now. And it's been, it's been great to just kind of have them all here. You know, we used to all go to my, my brother's games and now they're all coming, you know, to mine. And um, it's, it's been really cool. It's been really sweet. Give me your uh, top three quarterbacks in the NFL. Man, obviously Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, just putting that one right aside. Um, man, um, my mind always goes blank when I'm trying to think of QBs in the NFL. <laughs> um, who are some quarterbacks in the NFL? Um, this is how much you focus on Clemson film. You don't even know the NFL QBs. Yeah. I mean, you got Mahomes, um, you got <laughs> Josh yeah. Allen, Jalen Hurts. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'm putting that at two. Um, and then, man, that's a tough three. Three is always the tough one when I ask Who, who are you taking in three? I, I think I'd probably say Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I, I'd probably say Josh Allen as well. Um because of where he came from and like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go from Wyoming to, you know, where he's at now. I mean, that, yeah, that's a crazy. tough, that's a tough transition. And he's, he's freaking balled out of that, at that. So uh, I'm actually going to go the same top three. I'm going to go Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Uh, I loved watching Josh Allen play. I, I would actually say my game's pretty similar to him. Uh, that's what I thought you were going to um, say. I you know, I'm, say I'm not quite his size. Um, but <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big dude, but you know, I don't have quite his arm talent. Um, but I would actually say probably pretty similar to him and just yeah. the way he throws and, but he can, he can get out there and run, run every once in a while. So. Love it. In, yeah. uh, in 25 years, what's, what's Kate Klubnick going to be doing? Man. Um, I would probably say, uh, either coaching. Um, I, you know, I could see myself coaching, uh, just in just caring for guys, um, or just find a way to, to, to give back to high school or college kids. And just, um, just, you know, my life has been impacted by, two older guys in my life um, who are about five years older than me um, that just has had, they've had such an impact on me and just the man that I am today. And just, you know, they're, they're kind of my two little bumper bumpers on a, on a bowling alley. Um, so just keep me, keep me straight. I, I want to be able to have an impact like that on somebody else. Cool. Um, whether that's, you know, 20 kids or just one guy. So when, when you leave here in a couple of years, what do you want Clemson fans to think about when they think about you? Yeah. Um, you know, I would probably just say a selfless guy um, that, you know, just just loved on people. If I, if I ever get to have a conversation with somebody, just, you know, that would be like, you know, something was a little different about him. Um, just just somebody that loves on people. Um, but, you know, going in this next year, uh, I hope that, they, you know, they say he's a national champion. So I love it. I love it. Last one for you. I, I, I like to end with this because I feel like anyone who's had the level level of success that you've had, who's, uh, you know, been in the situation, in the in the shoes you've been in, has a motivation that's bigger than just yourself. So, what's your why? What what's the reason you do what you do? Yeah, um, I think I just love football. Um, I I love every bit of it. You know, I, I love running out in the stadium full of ninety thousand fans. Um, but I love waking up at five a.m. for them, for the for the runs where the the you moon is that? still out, <laughs> and I love it. I freaking love it. Um, I love the grind. Um, and that that's my why. I. I feel like when I run out there, I'm still the, you know, four-year-old me who was playing flag football. Um, and just that, that's my why really I, I just, I love the game and I, I, that's, that's really, that's really what it is. It's, it's that simple. So. I love it, man. Well, this was fun. I appreciate it. I'm excited to see you, uh, see your career, hopefully you become a national champion, win a Heisman and, and everything, yeah. everything else, man.
Let's freaking do it. Yeah, Let's go. Better, man. Appreciate it. Heck yeah.